One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash entitled parents video. If you're not an entitled person, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Kipsy Cakes. Our restaurant's buffet is not your dinner plate, ma'am. I've heard a lot of stories from the sub, and the story I have today fits perfectly here. This story took place about a month ago and still makes me angry because of the lack of care these parents had for their kids or even for the people around them. In fact, it didn't seem like they were entitled at all, but just oblivious. So for a quick background, I work as a hostess in one of the main restaurants in a popular resort. We're the only restaurant on property that opens for breakfast, and although we use menus, we tend to run buffets when our occupancy is high enough to keep up with a large crowd. The buffet pretty much has what you'd expect, like eggs, bacon, cereal, and pastries we bake in-house. And we usually run it from 6 to 11, or until we run out of food, which rarely happens. We tend to get rushes closer to 9am on most days, but on Sundays when people are checking out, it can start earlier depending on what kind of guests we have. Obviously, just like any buffet, we have tongs and spoons to serve the food, and it's a self-serve system. It was close to maybe 9 or 10 on a Sunday when this story happened, and I was the hostess for the day. We were starting to pick up in business at the time, but it wasn't going to be packed until the next hour or so, when the restaurant would start shifting to lunch, and the checkout time would begin in the lobby. I'm standing at the host desk arranging tables on a computer when I'm approached by our stars of the show. Three ladies, probably in their early to mid 30s, and their four sons, all around 7 or 8 years old. The moment I start to greet them, the boys all run past me into the restaurant, where they all start chasing each other around tables, chairs, and even servers. I look up at the ladies and internally sigh, as I notice not one of them has noticed what was going on, and were either talking to me or to each other. And immediately, I knew this was going to be trouble. Now something you should know about me is that I can be somewhat of a goody two-shoes. When I see people, even kids, misbehaving in any way, I get really frustrated and sometimes feel like it's my job to do something about it even when it's not my place. I'm a little more understanding with children because, well, they're kids. Most kids don't learn the real meaning behind right and wrong until they're likely in double digits. So I try to think that it's fine when parents intervene. Another thing is that I have ADHD and tend to easily get emotional depending on specific circumstances. I can be easily excited, stressed, angry, or sad. And if I let them run too much, then I can often act on them, such as saying or doing something that wouldn't be exactly acceptable in various circumstances. It can be anywhere from being too loud, saying something personal in the heat of a moment, or revealing opinions that are better kept private than said out loud. I know it's better to stay quiet and let things play out, but in the moment, I couldn't help but saying something. Excuse me ma'am, can you call your kids back before they get hurt? I kid you not. It was like this woman just woke up from a trance when I said this because her first response was, oh right, and she started calling for her kids to come back as I took them to the table. 
I know it wasn't my place, but a part of me thought that maybe bringing attention to the situation would make things easier. Maybe the ladies would control their kids once they were inside the restaurant, and maybe I had just distracted them. I thought maybe they were just tired or something. I was wrong. As the hour continued, the restaurant started filling up a lot more, meaning more people walking around the restaurant. I was busy for a while, so I didn't really pay attention to the ladies' table until about half an hour had passed. And by that point, the boys were right back to treating the restaurant like a playground and had added a game of catch to their list of activities. They seemed to be having a lot of fun throwing a large stuffed animal in the air with all their strength without paying much attention to the fully occupied tables they were inches away from hitting. There was one man in particular, an elderly fellow, who was inches away from being hit by the toy multiple times. He was not oblivious to this fact, and I noticed relatively quickly that he was glaring at me a few times. Since I was busy and had given it to a server already, there wasn't much I could do at the moment, nor could their server. I just kind of hoped it'd stop before it gets worse, but it took way too long for it to. And then it was 11, and for the first time I'd ever seen, we had to close down because some of the stations were out of food. It was definitely a busy day for sure. As usual, we started informing guests about last call, as we'd start transitioning to lunch and getting rid of the food. By this point, the boys had stopped playing around, and I noticed one of the ladies with her son in tow was filling a to-go container with pastries to take with her. This wasn't a bad thing, since the food was going to be tossed at the end anyway, but I did notice something else. The woman, tongs in hand, picked up one of the pastries from the station and started to feed her child with our tongs. I just stood there in complete shock, wondering if I'd seen that right as she, without any hesitation, turned to the station and put the tongs back. There was no flinching, scolding, or even any attempt to call a staff member over to replace the tongs. She just walked away. And that's when I pretty much snapped and went into full-on hyper-focused anger. I quickly charged over to the station and grabbed the tongs before ducking into the kitchen where a few of my coworkers were. I didn't say anything to the woman at all, but I did say something to my coworkers. I exploded. It wasn't my proudest moment and I could have controlled myself better, but I just couldn't keep it in at that point. I just unloaded how angry I was that a person, a grown woman, could do something like that. While my coworkers were stunned. They had known about that table's behavior the whole morning and had told me to ignore it, but none of them expected this to happen at all. However, I'll admit that in that moment, I was likely way too loud and when I turned to leave, the thought that my voice might have reached the restaurant sunk in. I was embarrassed, but I was still really angry. As I placed a new set of tongs at the buffet, I heard someone next to me say, I'm sorry about that. I didn't look to see who exactly it was, if it was the woman, her friends, or just a sympathetic witness. But I replied, rather curtly and without making eye contact, that it was not okay to do something like that, especially since we're still hot off the heels of the pandemic at the time. Heck, our workplace only lifted the mask mandate that month after a handful of employees came back from quarantine, including me, by the way. I faintly remember saying more, maybe even being a little more mean, but that was the gist of it. Again, it was wrong to be angry, but dang it, you'd expect grown people to act better than that, especially when they're in front of kids. Their kids. 
Not to mention, I feel like I've personally been punished for doing something like that when I was probably 5 years old. It's just not appropriate at all, and not something I'd expect from even the most entitled parents I've read about on this sub. Regardless, they ended up paying and leaving not long after, and as the crowd died down significantly, I apologized profusely to my coworkers about being so angry and acting out on that. I'm not defending my actions, and if I could do that all again, I would in a heartbeat. Surprisingly, a lot of my coworkers actually agree that what I did and said were justified. In fact, one even said that the woman deserved a taste of humility, and maybe she'd learned from that and replacing the tongs then and there was a good call. And for those who might be curious, I made a personal apology to their server as well, who laughed and said that she didn't care and that she would have done the same thing too. She of course didn't get a tip, but she said that it wasn't a surprise because those ladies were jerks to her from the start. Please, please, please don't treat a buffet like your personal plate. And also, to that random gentleman who almost got hit in the head by a stray Spider-Man doll, thanks for being patient and I hope you ended up having a good day. Do you guys think, considering what these ladies did and what those kids did, that it was justified for OP to kind of blow up a little bit? Let me know what you guys think down in the comments below. Our next story is by OOSOOM. My dad doesn't want my mom to get further cancer treatment. My mom was diagnosed with cancer mid last year. They seem to have thankfully caught it in good time. And she's had a few treatments so far, most notably being surgery in the beginning, then chemotherapy when it was found she still had cancer in her system. The chemo hit her really hard, mostly especially towards the end. But thankfully she finished chemotherapy around a month ago, and it's like she's back to her old self again. However, she's been aware that she may have to have radiotherapy depending on the outcome of the chemotherapy. She got a call to say that they'd like her to have radiotherapy as a precaution to fully ensure the cancer is gone. Mom's obviously not dancing happily with this news, but she's a freaking fighter and she'll get through this. Her loved ones will do all we can to help her too. I'm so proud of her for overcoming all of this. Then there's my dad. When he found out mom had initially been diagnosed last year, he immediately started telling her not to get treatment for it. To shorten his general reasoning, it only kills you quicker, it doesn't really help you in the long run. I've listened to him saying things like that all my life. I had cancer treatment myself when I was a kid. I was diagnosed at 4 and my parents were told I'd need chemotherapy at 6. My dad was against it and if it hadn't been for my mom, I likely wouldn't have gotten the treatment. Earlier tonight, mom told them she'd be starting radiotherapy in the near future and no surprise to anyone, he lost it started yelling at her, telling her not to get the treatment and the icing on the cake. He told my mom, your friend had chemotherapy and radiotherapy a couple of years ago and she still died. Why would you be any different? Mom reminded him that another friend of hers also went through the two treatments and is now back to living her life and is as healthy as ever. She's been a major support to my mom and I'm so thankful and grateful that mom has had her along with several other people. At this point, dad muttered some BS argument saying, more fool her, referring to friend too, then stormed out of the house, slamming the door behind him. I'm not really sure why I'm posting this to Reddit in all honesty, I just wanted to vent and I guess I felt like just writing everything out without it reaching anyone other than myself wouldn't help as much, and I didn't want to just bombard my friends with all of this. I mean, I've told them, yeah, but everyone has their own struggles to deal with in life, and I don't want to add to anyone's, so I guess Reddit's anonymity helped me there. 
I think I keep typing because I'm so uncertain about clicking that post button. I definitely feel for OP, and I think almost resoundingly the general sentiment is going to be people not understanding at all what the dad's idea here is. Are they straight up anti-medicine, anti-chemotherapy, anti-giving a chance at trying to fight cancer? I just don't understand how anybody could go to their spouse and say to them, give up, don't try to fight it. Honestly, it's pretty messed up. And our final story of the day is by Zesty Close Shine 3739 My dad co-signed my car when I was 18 and since has threatened to take it away if I drive far and I'm almost 21. When I was 18, I got my first car that my dad helped me get, so he co-signed. I'm now turning 21, female, next month and have been in a long-distance relationship for a year and a half. We live six hours apart. When my boyfriend and I first met in October 2020, I offered to pick him up at the train station, which is three hours from me. Once my mom found that out, she instantly said no and everything went crazy. My dad sat down and had a talk with me and explained that I'm not allowed to do so and he'll take my car away. Being 19 at the time, I was like, what the freak? I understood for safety precautions, so I let that one slide. The next time I'd been with my boyfriend for some months now and was almost 20. I really missed him and was thinking about driving to him. Thought it'd be different since they met him and such. Nope. My dad talked to me again and said that I'm not allowed. My parents talked to each other to try to figure out how the co-signer can take away the car and he threatened that he'd take my car away again. Then he said I had 30 days to figure out how to take his name off the title, which isn't possible unless I pay it all off, which it still isn't paid off. Well, that was over a year ago now, and his name is still on the title because there's no way to get it off. Since then, I've been afraid to even mention driving up to my boyfriend because of this. So I've just taken planes and trains. I'm almost 21. I don't even live with my dad, I live with my mom. He's crossed some boundaries too by tracking my phone without telling me, but I get texts from T-Mobile that say like, his phone number now has your location. I would be less mad about that if he at least told me about it, but I'm almost 21? I've made sure I've been more independent without permission, but this is really something where I don't know what to do. Any advice is much appreciated. This is definitely a pretty nasty case of like helicopter parenting. Imagine really growing into your own, you're hitting your stride, you're kind of figuring out your independence. You actually choose to be with somebody that you trust over a period of a year and a half plus. You're 21 years old and you still have your parents saying, no, you can't visit that boy. No, you can't drive your car that you legally have your name on to go see them. And I find it extremely weird that it's only about, like, the driving that they are shutting down, like OP saying they can take planes and trains. I don't know if it would make the living situation messy, but it sounds like something that OP should just keep fighting for. And frankly, maybe just doing it and driving up there anyways might be the best way to just rip that bandaid off and have them accept it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.